1: Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to She Podcasts, the podcast episode 360. I'm your host, Jessica Kupferman, co-founder of She Podcasts. And with me, as always, the very perky Elsie Escobar, who's very perky today. Thank goodness. Perky. You're not really that perky, actually, but you, you look perky. That's what matters. So last time we recorded our show... We were most likely contagious with something terrible. We both got COVID at the same time together. Did we already talk about that? I don't think we did.
0: No, we had. Well, we did not podcast last week.
1: Right. We didn't podcast last week and the week before we were ill. At least I was violently ill.
0: The week before we were at PodFest.
1: Not Monday. We were home. We came home Sunday.
0: No, that's what I'm saying. It's like when the show aired.
1: I really wanted to call it the one where we're contagious because I thought that would be so funny, but... It seems that you and Melissa kiboshed my hilarious title for our show last time. Yes. Boo. Sadness.
0: (laughs) We were looking for the SEO of PodFest.
1: I know, but still. All right, whatever. That's probably smart.
0: It was crappy
1: weather this past weekend, so we didn't do anything fun. And this week, Isaac has no school and no camp, so we might go visit my dad and travel. Oh. For me, it's just a matter of working there versus here. So it's fine with me if they want to go piddle around with my dad in Maryland. Not like we're gonna go eat crabs or anything like we used to.
0: (laughs) Why are you making Oh, because of the Because they're not kosher, Elsie. They're not kosher. Summer crabs in Maryland is
1: is just
0: a dream. Okay. (laughs) I've never had that, so how about this? You've never had I'll have crabs. If I can have crabs, I'll have crabs for you.
1: Yeah, alright. Anyway. So we have lots to talk about today, um, starting with a special event that we're having. Do you want to start with that first?
0: Yeah, let's do that. Everybody who is listening to this right now, I want you to head to the show notes or for those of you who are watching live. Um, There's going to be a link posted in the chat beneath this video so that you can immediately sign up. So we are, this is like a, one of our very first produced events. This is a, we are actually behind the scenes for this one. The event, it is called Unapologetic Being Black and Queer in Podcasting. And that is happening on June 23rd at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. And we are partnering up with The Cube. The Cube. I don't know if you all know about The Cube, but it is a phenomenal app that is coming out who is really centering Black and queer podcasters and creators on their platform, which is phenomenal. So it is going to be hosted. So um, the lead person that is going to be the, how do you say it? Like the moderator of this event is Anna Deshawn. And Anna Deshawn is the head of the Cube. And she's going to be facilitating a conversation with uh, four other Black and queer creators, Brianna Jenkins, Corey. Uh, BKA, Goddess Coco, Sally Thiam, and Jay Ray um, are all going to be talking about all kinds of incredible conversations, particularly dealing with like why audiences need diverse, culturally aligned, creative, and original content. The growth of a podcast business, audience, ad sales, and speaking opportunities as a listenership becomes more diverse, which is a really interesting topic there. How their world affects the work in podcasting, which I think is also a really phenomenal topic. And that means when, when I say their world, meaning as the world starts to shift affecting Black and queer voices, how... The world itself affects work in podcasting and also some of the key things around tangible ways that those of us that are going to be in attendance as peers and colleagues can support QTPOC podcasters year round. Because mind you, again, this is Pride Month. So this is one of the ways in which we are uh, supporting the month itself by celebrating these voices together and giving them as much of a platform so that you can celebrate and recognize the work that is currently being done by uh, queer creators out there, particularly in podcasting. So we are super excited and um, it's going to be free. So you can sign up via the Eventbrite page so that you'll get the YouTube link on the day of maybe or even sooner so that you can watch it. It's going to be live streamed via the She Podcast YouTube channel. So it's free for everybody. And when you sign up via the Eventbrite event, it's just a way for us to be able to communicate back and forth with you all and give you the scoop as in like, hey, guys, it's happening. So you don't forget because we all forget.
1: Or update you if there are any speaker changes, time changes, et cetera.
0: All of that stuff. Yeah. In case you need to know any of that. So that's what's happening. So I'm super excited. That's so cool. super excited because this is the kind of stuff that gives me so much joy to be able to produce content like this. That just showcases all kinds of amazing things. And so, and I know Anna is like, she is so good. She's so good. So I'm so glad that she's like doing this thing. Anyway, sign up.
1: Yes, please sign up. It's nicely folds into our theme of the event for our She podcast live event. Yeah. Unapologetic being black and queer in podcasting goes very nicely with undeniable and being undeniable and not allowing anyone to deny you space, sound, a voice, an opinion, and a a say and what's happening in your own life. So
0: um,
1: I love how that folds right nicely into that. Speaking of events, and I'm sure we'll talk about ours later, but I just want to tell you about one other event, the International Podcasting Festival, which is, if you're listening to this when it comes out, this Saturday, but you can sign up for the virtual ticket. It's festival.contentisqueen.org. It's taking place in London, but you can attend virtually and certainly not this Saturday if you have other things to do, but perhaps later um, with with the code SHEPODCAST50, you can get 50% off the virtual ticket. So please check that out. Festival.contentisqueen.org. We're very excited to support them um, and hope you check it out. It looks really
0: good. Yay! Yeah, I know. It looks amazing.
1: Okay. Wow. That just came in here, didn't it? iOS sixteen podcasting workflows. This is very
0: exciting. All right, so let's do some tool tips. Elsie's tool tips. All right, so I actually had a chance to touch this, Jessica, the vocaster from Focusrite. I touched it with my hands. own. One?
1: When did you touch it? When Were I you was allowed at to test. touch it, or was it inappropriate touch? It
0: was. <sighs> well actually, I don't know, because it was so funny, because I touched it prior to when this was released. And so it was like taken out from the bottom of the table and like, brought out like, like, so it was sort of like viewing pleasure. Wow, it was unboxed for my viewing pleasure. And it was very nice. So it is super I wish I had it, man. Because it's like, it is a great little tool. It's compact and very small. It is I would say it's You know, it's about the size of like my little iPhone, maybe a little bit bigger. Obviously, it's not flat. It's got width. It's wide. It's not a square feel. It's rounded. It has rounded. Everything is rounded. And it's super light. As you can see from the pictures for anybody who if you guys can look at the link in the show notes or anything like that, it is got just it's very simple. It's got the knobs like you see the knobs, you turn the knobs. And that's the thing. So, this is what I imagine Focus Right is doing to, I guess, maybe replace what you have, Jessica, which is I believe you have the Focus Right. I have the Scarlet. Th- this, I know, but is it the 2i2 two or the Solo? I think it's the Solo, yes. Mm -hmm. It's a solo? Okay. There are two versions of the Focusrite, the Scarlett, which you have right now. Like there's one that is the solo, which means it only has one XLR input, which means you can only have one mic. And then there is the Focusrite 2i2, which has two XLR inputs and that you can have two people, right? So when Jen was at your house, you Mm -hmm. guys could have used the 2i2 to have both of you in there, right? So that's a thing. Okay. So now the Vocaster is... I believe the next iteration it's more streamlined specific for podcasters so it's very focused on podcasters and there are two versions there is the Vocaster 1 and the Vocaster 2 so the Vocaster 1 has exactly what you have right now the solo which is only one XLR input it is a very small compact little thing that's in there in between your computer and your XLR microphone and it has all kinds of really great presets for your mic and you can hear whether or not your you know gain is too high too low you can everything that you're doing right now so maybe it might solve some more problems for you in the sense that maybe we can get your um, you'll be able to hear yourself in the in your headphones, which you don't very often. When you are doing that, it does have like a headphone jack. It has all the things that you really need in order to have that. Then there is the Vocaster Two, and the Vocaster Two has two XLR inputs and it has two headphone. Jackie thingies to put in your ears. But what it does have that's extra is it has the option to be able to connect to um, a phone or another device so that you can bring people in through the little device, which is kind of neat. It's got like this extra, extra stuff that it has in there. It has some, you know, muting capabilities. Both of them have muted capabilities. Everything can go into a camera. So you can actually have this within a connector just to a camera to be able to get some audio through that so those are the newest things that uh focus right has they are priced i believe at 199 and 299 i think you're right yeah 199 299 yeah 199 yeah jess should get this this would help yeah jess the
1: two or the onesie the onesie or the twosie
0: onesie you don't have two people in there hardly ever you don't have I mean if you want and they're really and it's really light I think yeah, what I like right. it the most right
1: 199 or 299.
0: Yeah, I think that what I like the most about this is again the compact nature of it. It's super light and small and it's it's kind of nice looking. <laughs> like it doesn't look It is. It's like very sleek. Sleek. Yeah. Sleek. That's what I was going to say. Sleek. I would say this is a, a real must have. I'm hoping that I get one. I'm hoping that I, like I I did talk to the Focusrite team and I'd love to give it a go and check it out and see how it's working because I think that this is one of those things that would also be really easy to travel with in order if you need to have like an audio interface and bring it out and just have the stuff. So I'm super stoked about that. That's to me, one of the cool things about Focusrite and the Vocaster going out there. Great, 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 great. That's it. That's all I have for you guys in terms of tool tips for today. Sweet. Spotify has announced the creation
1: of the Africa Podcast Grant to bolster voices from the continent. The $100,000 fund is open to 10 creators, new or established. The grant, which was revealed last week during Celebrations to Mark Africa Day by the streaming platform in Johannesburg, aims to amplify underrepresented stories and perspectives in podcasting. And actually, I had a very lovely conversation with their marketing department and their representative from Megaphone. They are putting their money where their mouth is, hopefully. So we'll hear more about that soon. Mm-hmm. But I think this is such a cool program. And actually, mm-hmm. our friend Don Fraser is in charge of their SoundUp program, which highlights Yay. and helps fund underrepresented creators. So they're doing all kinds of little programs, which is great.
0: Yeah, the SoundUp is the one that they've been doing since forever now. Like in yeah, couple so, years, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, which is great. It's a great program.
1: I love Sounds of Africa, African artists, African podcasters. That's very cool. I love that. It's something that people in the US wouldn't necessarily be compelled to listen to without to put a shining a spotlight on. So it's cool.
0: Yep, I love it. And I love the fact that they're getting the funding because it is, you know, it's it's not sometimes whenever you don't have act, I think not having access to the technology, sometimes it's, it's challenging. And you know what I was thinking is that there's a lot of tools that are released here in the US and they just don't go out anywhere else or maybe they'll go to the UK or something like that or maybe some parts of Europe but you there's there's times that I didn't even know that there's a there was a microphone I believe the ATR 2100 not the 2100X but the 2100 was not available outside of the US like the people just could not get that mic way back when and we just don't you know, there's a lot of little things like that where you're like, oh, just get this. And it's like, well, uh, I can't. <laughs> I can't just get that. Sorry. Um, right. And and sometimes it might be due to the fact that it's like maybe there's not enough funding or something like that. But sometimes you literally cannot get it. These are other things that are really good to be able to get that stuff in there. So hey,
1: I see that American Girl has launched a podcast network
0: with yeah. Mattel.
1: They have three shows, American Girl 10 Minute Mysteries, the American Girl Fan Club and the Smart Girls Podcast, which I love those three things. I do think the first one, American Girl 10 Minute Mysteries, is just setting them up to be (sighs) 40-year-old true crime obsessive.
0: (laughs) What makes you think that they're not already?
1: I mean, because this is for little girls. I mean, that's true. We are clearly already obsessed with murder. Mm -hmm. But hopefully these mysteries will be a little less where'd my school book go and <laughs> who murdered my teacher
0: <laughs> oh my god
1: yeah i mean what's a 10 a 10 minute mystery is like i thought i put my
0: orange here but instead it ended up over there we should probably have listened to can we really quickly go see the 10 minute mystery like how if we can uh, look at like the titles what, and like know what are the titles we, and stuff yeah it seems hard to can- find I had a problem when I was doing research on this. I kind of did have a problem finding it because I. Like it sends you to their website. Right. And it's so confusing on their website. It's super confusing because then you you don't see any audio. You only see a lot of video. And then I went and searched. I think I found it on
1: American Girls. No, that can't be right because it has no branding. Hold on.
0: Yeah, and it's like, I did find it in the app, like I said, but it literally is called, I believe, American Girls Podcast. That's what you so- you find. Maybe it hasn't launched yet. I think it maybe hasn't launched yet because there is the podcast mm. that has, yeah, I'm, I'm super confused. I'm just on
1: a page where I can do characters, games, and videos. No, I mean, maybe we're, we're busting it out early, I guess, but um, we'll keep you abreast. Of the yeah. situation,
0: and that is, I think, that that's one of the things that I was super confused at because, again, when I was wanting to consume the content, I was unable to find the podcast itself. And when I did find it, it was one podcast, and I believe it's called American Girl Podcast, and then it does have their actual branding because there's a lot of fan. Podcast out there on American Girl, but not the ones that are from the company. So, I mean, hey, American Girl podcast and podcast network folks, it would be awesome if on the website, you had a subscribe to the show here button. Anything.
1: <laughs> Just, you know, a way to find it of any kind. Would be a button. Would be great. A properly working link. Yeah. Why would you announce it and then have the link just go to a website where it asks me if I want to shop or play? Exactly. I don't want to do either of those things. Thank you. And now I'm stuck.
0: I felt the same way. And again, all said with love. All said with love and support of this for you. Why?
1: Why is it said with love and support?
0: Because we want to not make them feel bad.
1: Okay. I just didn't know if there was like a specific thing you were supporting or if you're just trying to be nice.
0: No, I'm trying to be nice because we need to support people who are getting into the space to continue creating this Mm. content. That said, though, as a note, anybody who's launching things, have a place where people can listen to the episode and subscribe to the shows or follow the shows in, you know, Spotify or Apple podcast, at least. You know, I'm coming up
1: with all kinds of 10-minute mysteries in my head. Like, what if there's one where like a little girl who has to wear glasses can't find them and she goes through like all the motions of like getting a seeing-eye dog and then they were just on her head. Oh my god. But because she's so blind, she couldn't even see herself in the mirror to find them.
0: Oh my god! Is that a good? One? 10 minutes. That's a 10-minute ten ten mystery right of... there. Oh my god. But who yeah, ate my
1: birthday cake is Can another one. Can you imagine?
0: We can come up with the She Podcast 10-Minute Mysteries. I mean,
1: another 10-Minute Mystery would be, where did he learn that word? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God, Jess, this is a genius idea from us it to be is, able to is. have like another show where it's like, we can just ask our community a 10-Minute Mystery that's super silly and yet oh, wait, helpful. Wait, I just got Should one. Should it just be silly? Oh,
1: I, no, I think, is this it? I, Melissa found it. It's on YouTube. Oh, it's in this okay. episode, Molly and her best friend, Emily, signed up to become magazine delivery girls. But what was once thought to be an easy job may have taken a turn for the mysterious. You may have to ride a bicycle. Oh, no. Oh. A bicycle. <laughs> You're going to get those pretty outfits dirty, Molly and
0: Emily. You can't have that.
1: <laughs>
0: All right. Well, the video that Melissa found will be in the show notes. I'll stop. i could do this all day it's yeah
1: too much it's ridiculous it is truly ridiculous
0: okay well the next thing
1: i'd like to know is so there's a note here that says that elsie is journaling again it's back with capital b a a a a c k yeah. yeah so i didn't know that it left it did leave it left for years and how did it come back? Well, I mean, as far as last we talked about it, you were bullet journaling your little pants off. I was. I didn't know it ended. So It did end.
0: It ended a while ago. Did you run out of bullets? No, I always have. bullets. There's an endless supply. So I have once again begun the journey of once again journaling because when I was doing... The journey the- of journaling. Journaling. Journey,
1: <laughs> journaling. That's the title. The journey of journaling.
0: The journey of journaling. <laughs> no. I started using the bullet journal for a lot of different reasons. And I think the key reason that I was bullet journaling is it's kind of like a palate cleanser. It's sort of like a detox. I think that's what it is. The bullet journal was a detox for my brain to once again, like get grounded because it goes everywhere and I get really like flighty and I can't really finish things and I needed to just find a way for me to be in my body, which is something that I'm constantly doing. I'm, I love to take walks. I love to get my hands dirty on stuff. I love to feel like just being in the world. I really enjoy that. And a lot of the time being on technology takes all of that joy away from me because I have to be in front of a computer. I have to be on the phone. I have, And then it becomes a, a horrible habit where even though I don't, in quote, have to be in it, It's addictive to just have the phone open it up and then scroll through stuff mindlessly. So I started bullet journaling to get myself out of that. And I really enjoyed, you know, the pens and the colors and writing everything down and making it more of a wonderful way for me to just get away from my computer. The the problem that ended up happening is there's only so much you can do with a bullet journal, uh, especially when it comes to working with teams working online, and the scope of the work that we started to do together, mind you, this was like in 2017, 2018, really expanded. So at that time, from 2018 on, my job in all places got more. And then we hit the pandemic. And the pandemic as a whole just exploded everything. And we were in like this like weird transition in so many different ways where I didn't have the time to do all the things that I was doing with the journal. And I felt like everything that I was putting inside of the journal wasn't online. So I couldn't even reference it. Like what ended up happening is my to-do list was on the piece of paper that I left <laughs> on my desk <laughs> and I was not there. This is
1: exactly why I can't do it. Because if I write things down, I can't access it unless I staple the book to my butt. Yep it's useless.
0: Yeah. And it became absolutely. And so it became obsolete because I needed reference points. And there were many other things that needed to go with the bullet point, like the link to the information, right? the images, like uh, there were so many logistics. I'm in a really great place when it comes to my organization digitally. And I haven't actually really talked about it too much in here, but I do have a I'm feeling really steady in my online organization with a system that works for me. I'm good. It's not like I'm taking you it. You want to share that? No, with Not the class today. That's no? It. I'm talking about the journaling thing. I'll share that on another day. And so okay. this actually came from, I kind of redid it where now that journaling is more about chronicling and writing things that have happened just for the fact that I need to write them down to just doing it. There's no productivity involved. (laughs) Let's put it that way. My to-do list is not there. This is simply for me to do what I wanted to do before, which is not be obsessed with the digital devices and have an opportunity for me to, it's palate cleansing. It's, I just want to write this down. It's. I love the paper. I love the feel. It's an aesthetic. It is a way for me to add fun things. It's memory caption, like capturing memories or ideas that I just want to write down versus I have to put this here and it has to be organized and it needs to line up with that. And that has to go do here and that it has a productivity end that's not what this is. This is more of a escape and that's it. Like, it's not where I'm going to release my inner thoughts.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's,
0: I'm not using it for self-help. I'm just wanting to write it down. Anyway, that's it. Yes, go ahead.
1: There's so many cool apps that do this. They give you writing prompts every day and show you a place where you should upload a picture. And, you know, then you have like this lovely collection of what you've done every day. And like, I have downloaded at least seven or eight of them and attempted to do this. I do it one time. And then I never do it again. And I'm not sure why or why, you know, maybe because it's digital. But also like Jenny wrote here, like, I remember things better if I write them down. Sadly, I do not because I can't read my handwriting at all. I can. Like, here we go. I'll just show you quickly. I'm glad that you can. <gasps> I don't know what any of that says. Real, I mean, oh some God. of it I can guess, but um, my handwriting is so terrible that it's like, honestly, thank God that that computers even happened. Or I would never know what I said. I have downloaded a bunch of these and then I always do it one time and then I never do it again and I think the reason why is because it starts to feel like homework and one thing you can never give an ADHD person is homework I don't know why because Elsie is ADHD so that it, or so it shouldn't apply to her and I mean it doesn't because she does it on and off I guess but like for me it feels like homework also when I've been given a writing prompt like what did you like about today? What did you wish was better? Like, I get irritated about the thing I was irritated about again. And I don't yeah. want to re- unwind that way. And it's not even that I was irritated, but like, if I have a goal that I'm trying to achieve, for example, a certain amount of ticket sales, certain amount of sponsorship, certain amount of whatever... Like nothing will make me happy until that's complete. So if you want to know what I liked about that day, it's probably going to be, I got X amount closer to this goal, or I talked to this person who's going to help me get X amount closer to this goal. I don't romp through the forest and, and, I mean, and enjoy (laughs) those writing prompts don't work on me because I instantly go to what I didn't get done, what I couldn't get done, what isn't done yet. And it's not relaxing to me. What's relaxing to me is to forget the day altogether and watch stupid things on TV, and play video games on my phone while doing so. Yeah, Jenny says, I got one of those one line a day things, and I wrote in it three times. Yeah, it's, it's like you make it sound so easy. It's one line a day, or just click the emojis, and you're done. But because it's so easy, I also don't want to do I don't want to do it if it's hard, and I don't want to do it if it's easy.
0: I think part of it is that I don't want the prompts. I don't want you to tell me what to write. Like, I just want to write what I, I want. want. To be
1: asked, like, what happened today? No, I don't Escobar. want it.
0: I don't want any of that stuff, like, at all. And I do have a notebook. So I have a note. I have, I. this is my favorite notebook ever. See it. This is a Rodia. I think that's what it's, Rodia or Rodia. R-H-O-D-I-A. I would say Rodia, but who knows? Rodia, whatever. It's a it's dot a, book. It's a dot Whoa. book. And it's really cool because it's, you can have it like this
1: dots okay it's little right blurry. you can okay, have it this go.
0: way if you want to do it like this or mm-hmm. you can have it like this and i want to see your this. handwriting
1: firstly and foremostly okay first and first mostest i'd like to see your handwriting and how it looks
0: damn that's All pretty right. neat and i love to write and so i i like writing here are my some like little travel notes that i have You have
1: really good hand um it's not like penmanship but it is legible and you. it is legible
0: and so this notebook is where I put my to-do stuff, like where I'm like, "Oh, I have to remember to yeah. write that." And then I'll write it down here and then I'll transfer it over. And so this is a quick jot down of an idea, put it or like I'm I'm working through something I'll or I'm capturing something specific, I will usually write it here cuz this is transitory. It's it's work it's like a tool, right? Yeah. You put that there. Now, my other journal is my Hobonichi, which is like I just got a new cover. This is the old cover, which is like a this one looks pink. I got a green, a yellow one, of course. But the Hobonichi, this is the Hobonichi planner that I had on 2019. But it's such a wonderful planner that I never even used. I just bought it that I'm I'm using it now to start up again because I just ordered. Because Hobonichi, you can either buy the whole year, but then they have this thing, Jessica, which is genius.
1: Which is
0: The fact that you can get July through December. You can just buy the July through December. They know that in the middle of the year, people are like... People,
1: right, get their shit together. Yes!
0: And so then I was like... so true. Oh my God. And so I had the feeling. I had a like... I just want to yeah, do it now. Famous. I just want to do it. And I remembered, I'm like, oh my God, Hobonichi made July to December. I have to buy it. So then I bought the Hobonichi. And so I'm getting that from, cause you have to order, like, I mean, you can get it in Amazon, but it's from Japan and it has this paper, the paper, I don't even know if you could see the paper on this thing. Let me see if you can, guys can see it. So the paper, I, look at how yeah, thin it is. Thick. Look, oh, it's, it's thin. super thin. It's like super thin, but. It's astounding how good this paper is. I cannot even tell you. Because it doesn't bleed? It doesn't bleed. Mm -hmm. It carries, like the writing is unbelievable on this Habanichi. And it's a planner. I'm using quotation marks. So it's got like the days and it has like the time and all that stuff. But it is so light that Mm. you can very easily disregard it. So you can not use it for that. You can use it as a notebook. You can write into the whole thing. Like it does. you don't have to follow the days. I am following the days, but I did have a, a thing here where I just wrote, I'll put, this is what it looks like. See how my, I have all the writing. I have different like things that I wanted to write in there. And it's like just capturing thoughts. So my hope is that whenever I have, The off, like when my brain decides to not focus anymore, Mm -hmm. instead of grabbing my phone and mindlessly spending an hour scrolling through Twitter, not actually reading anything, just scrolling and wanting to get a dopamine hit, I'll just open my notebook and write something down or color or change colors or glue something into it or something like that and it's already been helping like it feels it just feels nice it makes me so ha- i cannot even tell you how happy okay. it makes me and then you have just sent me like this is one of the pens you sent me, Ooh, let me it see. is Ooh. so it is so pretty I wanted, is it a gel color is it a color it is a dark navy blue okay type color that's nice And it's so lovely. So anyway, I have my Hobonichi and I am deliciously writing on this thing because it's making me so happy. It's not for planning. It's just for me to have to not grab the phone. And it's already feeling so lovely. I cannot even tell you how happy it's making me. And I really do love pens. And so I'm asking, do you know this, Jess? I don't know. I'm I'm thinking that at first... I would beat myself up over not doing things that I've decided to commit to doing. Like, like let's say I want to work out or I want to like, you know, go running three times a week or I want to not have coffee anymore or I want to, you know, journal. I want to use my pens. And then I would beat myself up over the fact that I didn't do it anymore. Yeah. And then I realized that, We all go through seasons of doing things and not doing things. And instead of beating myself up for not doing it, the rediscovery of the joy some of these things give you is so much better than beating yourself up in guilt. When I pick this back up, it's like you have your best friend back. (laughs) It's that's so sad. That feels like a stretch, but I understand
1: that you know, that's great.
0: It's so it makes me feel joy. And I'm like, you rediscover it again. It's like you found yeah. it again. And it's like, oh my God, I forgot how much how much joy this gives me. So I think that that's great. I think that if you sometimes fall off the wagon, I guess, or whatever, when you rediscover how much joy some things give you, it's so much of a easier thing to continue doing versus I have to do this because this is really good for me. I need to be healthy. I need to commit to working out every day.
1: There are so many things that fall into this category. It's ridiculous. Like I'm thinking right now about, all right, don't laugh. But I'm thinking right now about showers. Yes. For example. Right. <gasps> I don't have a bathtub. First of all, let's just start with that. And okay. regardless of what you think about bathtubs and if they're saying whatever, I don't have a bathtub. But when I was away at some point, probably in L.A., I had some time in the morning. So instead of taking a shower, I pulled my hair up and took a bath to start the morning. Oh, my God. It was the nicest way to start the day ever. Instead of having a night bath, having a morning bath. But I've been thinking about the showers and like why I just test it so much. And I've figured it out. Right. It's not the getting clean or the thing. But like Scott always gets out of the shower feeling so much better. Let's just start with the fact that I can't see in the shower. There's nothing I can see. Everything is a blur. So I get in there and, you know, and I have my stuff strategically placed and God forbid someone move it because then who knows what I'm putting in my hair. Oh, no, Right. So like I got to reach the stuff and put it in my hair. My hair is very thick and curly, so it's not just a matter of shampooing and going like he does. I have to do the shampoo sometimes twice because my hair is so thick. And then I have to take conditioner and rake it, rake it, rake it through, rake it, rake it, rake it, rake it for like five minutes. Then it needs five minutes to seep in, at which time I wash the rest of myself, including my face, which I don't really particularly like to do in hot water. But if I turn it on cold, my whole body's cold. Just all of it is a pain in the fucking ass. All of it is a pain in the ass. If God for NFI had eczema anywhere, the shower makes it itch. Like remember when I had it all over my face? I was in the shower like itching my face off. It's just terrible. It's just terrible taking a shower. Like I do it because I don't want to smell. Although with COVID, not having a sense of smell and taste sometimes is kind of a blessing, not going to lie. But anyway... (laughs) I do it, but every time I do it, I can't wait to get the rock out of there. I don't understand how people just stand in the shower because for me, I'm standing in the shower blind (laughs) waiting for my conditioner to seep in. There's always like a, I can't just relax in there. There's nothing relaxing about that to me. It's like spitting on my face and head regardless of the water pressure. Even if it's gentle, then it's not enough to like wet the hair if it's too hard that I'm being pummeled with water I just hate every part of it I've decided that's what it is it's a sensory problem for me I only just realized this the week or so ago because of the bath because of after the bath when I came home and 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 we were already put Isaac to bed Scott went in the shower and he came out going ah that was the best shower and I sat there thinking why do I never feel this when I come out of the shower? Why do I always feel I I don't like being wet? The coming out is even worse. Coming out, wet hair, wet legs, dry skin, having to like you know then either towel drying off and then
0: putting lotion on wet like just ugh, I just hate every part of it. I hate it. Oh my it. god, Jess, we are drastically different human beings. So you love the shower. I shower you, is like having like a, a bath though i hate baths
1: i love a bath i hate I just baths have to sit there and let the soap seep into my no skin. you have, have to, to sit anything.
0: there and do what like i hate it for everything you just described the shower is my experience of the bath like why would i even want to be no the water's not going to ever stay at the heat that i need it to number one number two it's just there and it's slowly getting dirtier and dirtier and dirtier. And you're looking at the water get dirtier, dirtier, and dirtier. And then you get up. What do you do with all the soap? Oh, you turn on the shower, rinse it off. Oh my, eh, which just, makes no sense. And then it's like, uh, you
1: just rinse off the soap. And if you no, still feel dirty, and then I can't you can wash it. Parts or whatever.
0: You, Your legs, your knees, like there's no, it's either like, you have to either get super ah, tall I'm then, short or super long have then this problem. I can't knees, even reach the end
1: of a bathtub.
0: Uh, well, I can, and so then you're like have to go down and then you have <laughs> so cold knees because they're sticking out, or cold feet, or like shoulders. Never. Never. And then my hair's too long and Yeah, I pull my hair why, up so it doesn't like, get so bad. What in the world? No. And it's stagnant and static and you're just in tepid water, unmoving. But the same with the shower. If you're facing the front, your ass is cold. You're facing the. You're facing oh, the. You're no. with your ass and your tits are cold. I can't win with this oh, shit. No, it is amazing. Being in no. the shower is 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 delicious. It's it's healing. It's life giving. It's life giving. I feel that way
1: about the ocean. I will let the ocean bless me over and over, <laughs> but I cannot be in the shower and i and the reason oh, i, I the know shower. what your people are saying about baths and being dirty but i'll just say this if you are if you truly have not bathed in a while then it's possible you should shower and wash all your parts first and then draw a bath or like you said if it's getting dirtier and dirtier which, why would it do that? It's not like you've got rings and rings of filth on you. It makes no sense to me. Why would you... It's relaxing and slow. It is not relaxing. I don't have to rush if I'm in a bath. If I'm in the shower, I'm rushing and I I'm love blind. to be in the... No. The bath is like, to me, it's wasted time. I can wear my glasses in a bath. I can read in a bath. I can watch television in a bath. I can't do any of that in the shower. Everything gets
0: soaking wet. Yeah, no. I'm not in any way. At we are all. very di- that we that's are very very different. interesting. Yes, but absolutely. I mean, I never gave much thought
1: to why I hated it and why other people didn't like it until recently. And it wasn't just because I did a bath in the morning, although it was a very relaxed start to a day. That's the thing. Also, is that one thing I hate about general work culture, school culture, camp culture is that no one can ease into their day if you have children. The second their eyes open, they're being nudged to get their clothes on, get their shoes on. You got to make their lunch, make their breakfast, make a water bottle. Do you have a bathing suit? Where's your sunscreen? Like, why can't we just start shit around 10 or 11 even? (laughs) Like, I want something that like allows things to, you know, like I want to wake up, stare at my phone for a minute, take a bath, which I can't do anyway. I just want to stare into space for an hour. That's really what I want. I just want an hour to stare into space without having to sacrifice sleep.
0: Welcome to my life, which is why homeschooling is great. But your life used to be this way.
1: When I first met Elsie, you guys, her hours, her waking hours were 11 to, a shower chair, that's interesting. Her waking hours were 11 to 11. She did not, her she and her kids did not wake up until like 10, or so yeah. breakfast, whatever was around 11. And then she was up like a normal person at night. She didn't go to bed till like 10, 30, 11. So like we, I could text with her. I mean, it's basically being on California time all the time, which I'm still on, but she is now readjusted to the East.
0: Yeah. I like, I'm up at seven. I have that time for myself from seven to nine ish, nine, 930, at which time I then wake the children up. Okay. So I have two and a half hours of me and quiet okay. and breakfast and sitting down and not having to do anything.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, they so have, have inflatable. John is saying
0: I should do a shower chair. They have inflatable bathtubs. We have a shower chair. When Hunter broke her arm, we got her a shower chair and she sat there and we, we gave her a shower that way and she cleaned up that way. So we have a shower chair. They have inflatable bathtubs.
1: So the reason I don't have a bathtub is because my shower was turned into a walk-in shower. It used it's the exact width of a bathtub and length. So I think it once was a bathtub and they changed it to this like glass wall walk-in type of deal, which is fine, but like if I I could I could totally fit a a uh, an inflatable bathtub. But the idea of an inflatable bathtub feels strange like I'd be at the pool but naked. I don't know how I feel about that exactly. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't, yeah, I still, no. I mean, it's not, it's like a neat, it would be neat to take a bath once, but it's not something I crave. Like it's not something, um, I think that there would be a, there has to be like a real specific reason as to why I'm doing that. Like I'm either really sick or I'm in a hotel and I want to do something different. Like it would have to be a thing. Because I do have a bath, I just
1: yeah, you just don't. I just use prefer,
0: it. I just prefer the moving. I prefer the moving water. Like I prefer the stimulation of the water moving. I don't like the st- stagnant nature of the bath.
1: I like but it's the so quiet moving. though. I love. Oh, that I it's love quiet. the opposite. It's like being in a pool. See, that's weird. Yeah, we're weird, but you're weird, and I'm weird. We're both weird. This feels weird, even talking about it. But also.
0: It's- If anybody is listening, you have to send an email and tell us, are you a shower or a bath person? And why? And why? Can you sell me the shower in a way
1: where I might enjoy it as blind with tangled hair? (laughs) You know, whatever.
0: Feedback at ShePodcast.com. Feedback at ShePodcast.com. Are you a shower or a bath? And give us why. And we will see who. Well, I guess, you know, I'm sure that there's going to be people who want like both. I'm also
1: wondering if some of this is because I'm heavy. Like, it's more work to shower when you're heavy.
0: Why is it more work? Because you're standing? Isn't it more work to, like, lie down and then have to get up? No,
1: not because I'm standing, but because, you know, like, it's a lot of work to, like, I don't know. If you have, like, rolls, you got to wash them all and lift them up. You know, like, I'm, like, lifting my boobs up to wash them. And, like, you know, I'm just... Everything's heavy. (laughs) I don't know. It makes no sense. It's not like a... Yeah, John says more surface to clean. But
0: then if you're lying down, I guess then everything floats up. So like do your boobs like float up and then it's easy for you to wash underneath? If you're
1: in soapy water, it's like a dish, right? Is it is it faster to wash a dish or let it soak? When you let it soak, once you wash it off, it's like comes off like that. Why don't I wear my contacts in the shower? That is a good question. My contacts lately, I'm at the age where they only help me see far away, not close up. So yes, I do sometimes wear my contacts in the shower. But again, if I'm trying to read something, I I cannot read it. But sometimes I do. Mostly in the summer, I shower with my... Because I wear my contacts so that I can wear sunglasses. So I do mostly do this in the... But not at night. By nighttime, my eyes are dry and I want them out of my eyes because they're dry. And also, I don't like to wash my face with my contacts in because they'll just wash away. And so I take them out and then... Do that in the shower. Anyway, this is a lot of personal information. (laughs) I didn't consider that it was being heavy, but I'm just thinking, I wonder if that's part of it. Because I remember not feeling like I didn't mind a shower in high school. I mean, I kind of did. The other thing is I've always had dry skin and getting out of the shower in the winter time with dry skin is so itchy. It's just itchy. The whole shower feels itchy all the time. We've gone way beyond podcasting information. We
0: have to wrap it up now.
1: Well, before we wrap up, I just want to let you know that we are in the throes of planning Shoe Podcast Live, which is this fall, October 11th through the 14th in Washington, D.C. And we have amazing speakers. Every speaker is more amazing than the last speaker, which was more amazing than the last speaker. It's like, I don't even know who to make as a list of featured speakers because they're all that amazing and featureable.
0: And they're all featureable. They're all featureable
1: they're all featureable. It's that good. So we are very excited about that. Our sponsors are coming in and they all want to do fun activities. The sponsors that Margie is bringing in are like, what fun shit can we do in sponsor? So that makes me very excited. I don't have any specifics on that as of yet, but I just know that the companies are doing it and we're excited about it. So please go to ShePodcasts.com live.com get your ticket you can certainly do a down payment you can do half now half later um, but you won't have too much more time to do that also if you are planning on coming and you're not ready to buy your ticket please get your hotel room because we do not have as many as we would like to have the mgm um, there are other hotels around the MGM. The Gaylord is there, but I think they're booked already um, because they have an event at the Gaylord that same weekend. But there's lots of other nice hotels around there and Airbnbs. So I suggest you book it now because we will most likely sell out. So please go online, ShePodcastLive.com. Go to the Venue tab. Get your hotel room as soon as you can, Please. Because even that, to be honest with you, like we look at that to see like even if our like if our tickets haven't sold, we, we still look at like what's called it's called the pickup to see if people have bu- booked rooms under our link. Because that means our tenants will, you know, it kind of they coincide. And if they don't coincide, it means people have bought their hotel rooms. The point is, please just buy your hotel rooms. If you're not planning on buying a ticket yet, if you're not sure, you can always cancel a hotel room. But like, get it. Get it now. It's June. This is October. Get the room, y'all members also get a discount so if you are not a member of She Podcast's membership go to membership.shepodcast.com we have been having such a good time in there all sorts of content is starting to be loaded up in there and we have all members in there that are excited and, and having a good time at our QA's and asking all kinds of questions and it's been really fun membership.shepodcast.com the all access members get a pretty significant discount on the event tickets and we will probably have special swag bags from members as well just saying just saying okay that's it. Thank you guys so much for listening to She Podcasts. We were so happy you could join us as always. If you want to find us on social, find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at She Podcasts. You can always visit our website for show notes for today, shepodcast.com and also let us know showers or baths at feedback at shepodcast.com Thank you so much for listening. Love you. Mean it. Bye. "What the-what the-what the
0: the